Well, Bill Broderick, very interesting week seven, homecoming weekend. Uh, three of them in the books, one to go this afternoon. But what a huge game last night as the Harper Creek Beavers now have made it seven in a row. Yeah, very good game last night. A uh, battle between two really good teams that neither one wanted to give up an inch, and they kind of went that way all night long. And and a really odd way that it was with the Coldwater coming in without their quarterback, so they changed things up and went to a wildcat and, uh, and took football back about 50 years and going two yards and three yards in a cloud of dust going straight forward. But Harbor Creek did enough to stop them on a couple key fourth downs, and the Beavers had some huge big plays to set the tone for that game and did just enough to get that win and stayed undefeated and clinched that share of that title. So that's great for the Beavers. You know, as you've watched Harper Creek, and you've seen him quite a bit in your coverage as a sports columnist and featured writer, they just do what a good football team is supposed to do. They do little things to become big things. Exactly, yeah. Like uh, I think that you and Coach were talking about uh, that, that kickoff to start the start the game. Uh, Coldwater kind of kicked away from Harper Creek's main uh, kickoff returner, Bowserman, because he's been burning people. But... Uh, they kicked to the guy that's, that burned him that night, and then Bowserman was the guy that had the kick key block. So you get guys that stepping up making key blocks, and, and then you, big plays coming from that, and then that play right before the half. Uh, it's a play that they don't usually run. It's, it's deep in their playbook, but uh, have the running back do a, a wheel route out of the backfield and uh, hit him in the corner of the end zone, and, and Hervey gets a touchdown there. And, and that was huge because a 7-7 game at halftime and the way Coldwater was moving the ball, it would have been really scary for Harper Creek to be in that situation where one bad play could have ended the game for them. One play and then uh, able to stop Coldwater numerous times on downs in the second half and then get the late field goal. But it won't get easier. I mean, yes, they have a share of the title. They had a share of the title last year. It was Coldwater who did the damage this time. The opportunity goes to their oldest rival, the Marshall Redhawks. Yeah, don't you think Marshall would love to to spoil that outright title for Arbor Creek if they, if they could have the chance? Marshall is a big team. Uh, they have a really nice running back in Fiesel. And uh, they can get the job done at the right time and if they can move the line of scrimmage, which they can do against some teams because of their size. Arbor Creek's not that big on that side of the ball. So give them an advantage there. But uh, Arbor Creek is... Is, is so well coached and, and get the job done that, uh, that they have the advantage going the other way because uh, Marshall isn't as consistent as they have been in the past. So a huge game, a nice rivalry game for that, and a nice uh, carrot for Harper Creek to say plus, if we win the game, we win the outright title. Plus Marshall needs it to stay in the uh, playoff hunt at four and three. The other team that has the best shot in Battle Creek of making the playoffs would be that team that's going to play this afternoon at CW Post Field, St. Philip. And what people don't realize, I think in the eight-man football, now two divisions of eight-man football, but they're under the old system, 16 qualified based on uh, strength of schedule and points. Yeah, it's not six wins and you're in for eight-man football. It's uh, You have to have the, the top uh, computer points uh, in your division to get in. It's nice that they went to two divisions this year because there's so many teams playing eight-man football now, 60 teams plus across the state. So. Yeah, a little bit better chance, but uh, just getting six wins isn't isn't good enough. So, but St. Phil's all they can do is kind of take care of their own business, take care of the win this week, and then sets up that big uh, last week of the season. If they can get this win this week and get a, a win against a winless team next week, and then game nine against Bellevue. Game nine in Bellevue could be, be a very big points. game. That'd be enough computer points for either one of those teams to to get in there. 
and it'll be one for St. Phil. If they get that win, they would get in the playoffs. Team that has the outside shot looking in at the playoffs right now would be the Penfield Panthers, who uh, in the last two weeks, Bill, have scored 99 points in two victories. The negative side of is they've given up 90 points in those two games, but they still have two victories. And the schedule changes up a little bit last, uh, right now. They've played a couple of teams that have been struggling this year with Hastings and Northwest. Uh, not exactly ones that are going to be going for the state titles, but you do have a state championship team coming in with Lumen Christie and then a state-ranked team playing Olivet in Game 9. Penfield really has their hands full, I think. Yeah, and they've and banged up. I mean, yeah. Mike McGuire has talked. He certainly has not used it kind of as an excuse, but certainly guys going down that they're going to have to find some plays on the defensive side of the football to have any chance. But And they did it last year. You know, they, they went to game nine uh, kind of thinking that that was going to be a tough one for them to get to get in the playoffs, and they came up with a, a, a nice out-of-the-blue victory, and uh, they have that to, to kind of look back on it and see that we can do it. Uh, Lumen Christie has, has not has, has been knocked off by a couple teams, or at least one team by Harbor Creek, and then and Penfield uh, knows how they played Harbor Creek. So playing Lumen Christie and Olivet end the season, that would be a great challenge for Penfield, and, and, and they got a lot of football. And your two biggest schools in town, uh, Battle Creek Central and Lakeview, both now two and five. It'll be interesting to see. Seniors know that their days are numbered, and underclassmen need every snap they can play. As those two teams look at uh, eight practices and two games, and boy, if you can end the season uh, with a pair of wins and four and five, the taste of your mouth in the off season's a whole lot tastier. Yeah, the, yeah, that is for sure. I mean, they don't have a ton to play for not playoffs. Uh, winning seasons are kind of uh, out the window, also. But uh, sometimes these kids, I don't, I don't think they realize that at the end. Coaches do, we do a little bit, but they're, they're playing game to games. They want to win that game. They want to win game eight. They want to win game nine. So that and we'll talk good. about the, all those games of week eight That's next right. Saturday morning with Bill. As always, thank you very Thanks much. Thanks a lot, Terry. And I want to thank you for joining us this morning. Remember, it will be MSU Michigan tonight at six. Join us again next Saturday at nine oh six for another edition of Coach's Corner. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you soon.